0: guys you're listening to the making meaningful podcast welcome to our little corner of the airwaves where we hope to inspire inform and entertain you with stories of really cool people doing really good things and making it meaningful every day we're your hosts mark milo instructor speaker and parkinson's advocate and nikki Lewisell, writer blogger at just shake it off and patient advocate so sit back relax and enjoy the show
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Making It Meaningful, the podcast. And I'm super excited about our episode this week, um, but I'm going to hand it over to my co-host, Mark, right away and let him fill you guys in on what's coming up in this episode. How are you, Mark?
0: I'm doing great, Nikki. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thank you. Well,
0: I remember last time uh, I said I, if uh, I was doing so good if I... If I was doing any better, it'd have to be two people. Well, yeah. um, today I am because I've brought a guest. So there we go. There, um, you, so. go. there you go. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm really excited about this, Nikki. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. uh, those are those of you out there that know me, uh, you know, I'm involved with Parkinson's support. And recently I was on a, uh, uh, walk here in the Phoenix area to support the Muhammad Ali Parkinson Center, which is uh, attached to the uh, Barrow Neurological Center here in Phoenix. And it's a wonderful facility. And um, during the walk, I had the the wonderful fortune of being accompanied on the walk with uh, Karina Valencia, who's our guest today. Um, Uh And um, along the way, we had a chance to talk about um, what she does and a vision that she has and a passion that she has and I found it absolutely fascinating and I loved it. And I thought, here's a, here's a story to tell. So today our guest is Karina Valencia to talk about her vision and her organization what she's, she's creating. And uh, Karina, welcome to the podcast.
2: Hi, Mark. Thank you so much for welcome, uh, having Karina. me. I'm like super excited. I've never done a podcast before, so this is like, you know, up there on my list of things yeah.
0: to do. <laughs> well, there you go. Glad to give you the opportunity and and um you know I always say I have a face for radio but um you, know, you obviously are dressed uh, you you could be on TV and Nikki you could be on TV. Radio is no. my platform. I'm telling you. So, there you go. Aww,
2: thank you so much. No, oh.
0: You're too kind. It's so great to to walk with you and and um just to hear the passion in your voice and and um we're going to get into your what you, what you do. And uh, it'll be maybe a little different than um, some of the other shows we do because of the, the, the scope. But I think people will see and understand when we talk about how this is meaningful, it's going to be good. Uh, But we're going to start with our, our six to start. And uh, this is a, uh, for those that listened last time, these are the six questions that we're asking our, our guests when they come on. And uh, just a way to get to know the guests a little bit more before we start talking about the the chosen subject of the day. So, Karina, yeah, what do you like about yourself? Question number one. Okay,
2: you know, I'm thankful that I listened to your podcast last week because I heard the questions and I was like, oh, oh my gosh, I wonder if they're going to ask me that. So, <laughs> our, your she's star,
1: done her homework, lady, too. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> so, um, the one thing I like about myself is um, I love being Mexican. I love being Latino. I love being Hispanic. I love being a Chicana. Um, Obviously, the reasons for that is because, you know, I love the culture. I love the food. I love the music. And I especially love speaking Spanish. It's mi segunda, mi segunda lengua. So I speak Spanish, too. And, you know, it's really, really uh, been beneficial for me to speak Spanish, you know, at work. And, you know, of course, my everyday life. Um, So... I had to really think about it because what is the one thing I like about myself? And I'm like, you know what? I love being Mexican. I really do. (laughs) That
0: That is is, awesome.
2: (laughs) That's a fantastic
1: answer and a very unique one that we probably aren't going to get a whole lot on the show. I love that you shared that. That's just really cool. Very cool. Well, this one, I don't even know if this one's even fair. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? I think in the little bit of time we've spent together before we started recording, I know the answer to this, but how do you think of yourself?
2: Uh, well, uh, looks can be deceiving, but in this case, they're not. <laughs> because I am an extrovert, I will have to admit. Um, I, I, We have like a, a thing with, uh, my friends that we say that Karina can talk to a rock and I probably can, <laughs> and I could probably, you know, maybe, maybe get the rock to talk back to me, but, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the oldest of, uh, four sisters and, um, I've always, uh, uh, you know, been a person that, uh, you know, I can dance in public, you know, I can, I do like to do things by myself, you know, I don't need, uh, you know, I don't have to have company to do things on my own. Uh, I love company and I love doing things together, you know, with my family and my friends. But uh, yeah, I would say I'm a total extrovert. You sound like a very confident woman. Very <laughs> <Thank>
0: confident.
2: <you>. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be. Thanks.
0: So what is something random about you that not many people are going to know?
2: Uh, Well, the one thing, let's see, I'm afraid of heights, but I love roller coasters and I like to be scared on them and I like to defy, you know, I like to be defiant of that fear. And I mean, I've been, you know, to, to, you know, the amusement parks and people are like, you're going to get on that. Yes, of course. I'm going to get on that. Even if I'm afraid. (laughs) Uh, The other thing I like is gory movies. Oh, (laughs) really? Scary, gory movies are like a thing that I really like too. So,
1: okay, I don't think Mark loves movies. Mark's a movie buff. So, is he, is he a
0: yeah. gory movie buff? No, I'm not actually, I'm not really into the horror genre. Um, yeah, yeah but I am a movie buff. It kind yeah. of rubs off on me for my brother. He's a, he he knows movies not just by their actors. He knows their producers, their directors. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is a movie guy and it's rubbed off on me. And my son has become uh, much of a movie guy too. So yeah, Yeah. I love, love watching movies. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) So what is something Karina that you, something important that you learned in your twenties?
2: Well, the twenties were a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) my Not 20s. that long ago they were a long time ago and i'm going to tell you something my 20s were in the 90s and i'll be honest with you the 90s are a big blur <laughs> so
0: <laughs> okay
2: <laughs> oh this time I, I, don't, I don't i don't want to say I, I i can't remember what i learned to be honest uh, i love it I but love i mean it. i have to be honest with you and and you know i probably you know i learned how to drive a stick shift If if that's something, you know, uh, I learned to, uh, you know, travel by myself, you know, from one city to another, if that's anything. That's that
1: coming from a rural girl who grew up in a town, not even a town, we are a village um, Mm -hmm. of 300
2: people. Wow.
1: Traveling on your
2: own to a city. Okay. I grew up in Bisbee, Arizona. So, okay. I don't know if you've ever been, you know, down here to the, uh, to Arizona, to the southeast corner. I have corner. Not. It's a border town. It's small. We have, we got like a, uh, Safeway and a Burger King. It's a small little ghost mining town.
1: Okay. Um,
2: you know, not a lot to do, but, you know, yeah. Traveling from one place to another in your, in your vehicle by yourself, that, you know, from one city two hours far away was, was a big deal.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I can. I can't imagine that we, we were very, very tiny. We don't have, we used to have a tiny little market, not even a grocery Uh store, a tiny little market, which was adorable. Mm -hmm. Um, One, one little restaurant. The funny thing is though, we have two five-star gourmet restaurants in our Uh tiny little town. So And anyway, cool. yeah, any I street lights? Like
2: What's that? <laughs> we didn't have any like uh like any street lights. Not street lights, but like uh Oh traffic um, light. Traffic lights. We had like zero and then all of a sudden we got like three and it's like what what traffic do they think they're stopping? Like, there's right. none. <laughs> we
1: have a blinker light at mm-hmm. the four corners. Uh-huh. We have a blinker light. It doesn't even need to be a traffic light. It just, it just has to, you just have to pause. So. Yeah, small town living is fun. <laughs> right, it is. It is. So, And I love that you said that mm-hmm. the 90s were just a blur because
0: that's. The I,
1: I'm thinking that sounds like a whole nother <laughs> podcast episode that we need to right
0: (laughs) yes i let's the hidden years you know say this is karina the hidden years we're We're gonna gonna dive in deep maybe bring a hypnotherapist to bring those things out of her like you know She'll be like Okay. Oh, this is a kind of like kind of like when uh, uh Geraldo opened up the uh, the safe on camera. You never you didn't know what you were gonna find inside. We don't <laughs> right. know what will come out of Karina for that episode. Uh-huh. So there you, go.
2: Uh-huh. Love there it. you like, go. Love it. I'm gonna get a t-shirt that says, Don't ask me what happened when I in my twenties. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. the 90s a
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> or on the back, uh Nikki on the back it'll say I learned how to drive stick shift. See? Yeah. There you go. There you go. You,
1: and that is that is a big deal. That's a yeah. big deal. That is not an easy thing. So the,
0: the important thing is you survived the nineties. That's you here. That's, yeah, that's the here. thing. So I'm still there here. You yeah. Are.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Next
0: question for you. If you could sit down and have coffee with any historical figure that you wanted to, um, who would that person be?
2: Um it would be a woman and it would be rosa parks. Oh, okay.
0: interesting. Very so, nice. Uh,
2: the reason I yeah. chose her is because I thought about her and about what kind of guts it oh. took for her to defy um authority, you know, and, yeah. and I c- I can just like picture her sitting there and just deciding, you know what? I've had enough. I've had enough. I've had enough. I'm not going to take this anymore. And I'm going to sit here and nobody's going to move, move me from my chair. And, you know, it sparked a whole movement that sparked change. And I would, what I would do is like, I would sit there and, and, you know, talk with her and just ask her like, like how, how did you get that courage? Like how did that, where did it come from? Like, how did you muster it? Right. Right. Courage is, courage is a hard thing to, to, you know, it to is. portray in your life and to show and to 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 really stay true to it, you know. So, mm-hmm. so for me, I mean, I would sit there and I would ask her, like, what did you feel? Like, yeah, did you right. have any idea that it would cause, you know, such a stir? Did you think, you know, that it was going to set this whole plan in motion? I mean, that happened, what, in 55? My mom was born in 49. So my mom was alive when that stuff was going on, you know. Yeah. Right. So... I think that would be, would be like would super be awesome. fascinating.
1: Yeah. There's another one that just like Sarah last <clears throat> week, another one, let us know what coffee shop you meet at because we would love to be there. That would oh, be definitely. a very interesting <laughs> conversation. Interesting. So our last Thanks. question in our six to start for you is describe your last seven days
2: in one word or phrase. Uh, I'm going to say eventful, fun, okay. busy, productive. Nice. So, Those are all positive, great ways to yeah. describe your last seven yeah. days. Yeah. Saturday, Oof. I got to spend the day with my mom. And then Sunday, I took myself out to an art opening.
1: Oh, <laughs> nice. Very Nice.
0: For those that couldn't see, by the way, um, she had a very interesting eyebrow raise when she said those things. So yes, this was a <laughs> yes. This this had meaning to it. You can tell. So yes. I like that. That's good.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah and uh, another thing I did that was super eventful uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, is I went to my uh, work anniversary, uh, twenty years working wow. for congratulations working yeah. for uh, the bank. And uh, we got to go to this beautiful venue out in Phoenix and we had a delicious dinner and, you know, we were recognized by the amount of time that we've been working there. And um, so that was pretty, that was pretty cool. You know, they don't have to do that, especially now, you know, with the environment the way it is. But, you know, we had a top notch dinner, drinks, top notch service. And um, um, it was a, it was a, a wonderful night. So I'm sure that felt
1: evening. nice to be recognized for, for that loyalty and that yeah. commitment yeah. to yeah. to your career and yeah. uh, and your place of business. Well, yeah. I would say that you've had a pretty good seven days.
0: I know they right? awesome. been yeah. Right? Yeah. Good, <laughs> good. Glad Thank to you for asking. That. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Well, let's get to the the reason we've brought you on today. We again. Just a joy to to walk with you and spend time with you at the Muhammad Ali Parkinson's Walk. And as we're walking around, you were telling me about a vision that you had and and something that's really a passion of yours. And um, as I listened, I thought, "This is so cool! This is uh, amazing!" And 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 obviously, you have strong feelings about this. It came out as you were very demonstrative as you were talking. Um, Wonderful stuff, but. uh, uh, you actually uh, are an animal lover and correct your your love of animals has led you to uh, this vision or mission and uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us kind of give us an overview what is it that you do and what are you pursuing what's going on okay
2: so the first thing the thing that everybody knows about me um that's not a secret is that I love cats Okay. And I'm one of those people that, um, if I see a cat, you know, I want to pet it. If you have a cat, I want to get to know you. Uh, I'll, I'll be wearing cat earrings, a cat shirt, you know, it wasn't, it didn't used to be like that, but, yes. um, you know, as one gets older and you start thinking about what's important to you and, and what you'd want to do with your time and, and your money, basically, you know, um, right. you decide that one day, you know what, I I was talking to some friends of mine about things that we wanted to do in the future and things that I wanted to do when we retire, when we all retire. And, you know, I had one friend that says, you know, I want to open a a shop. Another friend said, you know, I want to do a a Reiki business. And I looked at them. I said, you know what? I said, I want to open a cat sanctuary. And they're like, oh, okay. You know, ask me questions about it. And one of the girls looked at me and she's like, she looked at me and she said, Uh, why can't you do that now? I'm like, now? Wow. Wow. Well, I can't do it because I don't have the infrastructure. I don't have the money. uh, I don't have the space. She's like, well, she's like, maybe you could help cats. I'm like, you know what? I said, maybe I can. (laughs) And so that was last year in March when when I had that conversation with these two coworkers of mine. But in reality, you know, uh, the the vision and the mission started w- way before last year, you know, again, Mark said, you know, that I'm an animal lover and my family, everybody in my family are animal lovers. So, um, I've, you know, I've always had cats my entire life. Uh, I had, uh, a cat, you know, for 18 years, 19 years when I was a little girl. And then I had one for 18 years and then, Uh, that 18 year old cat, you know, I ended up having to put him down and then I didn't have a cat for many for a year and a month, maybe. And then I started feeling, you know, the need, it's like, you know what, I need to have a pet in my life again. And I went and I rescued a cat and I rescued this cat from this organization. And I, I don't know what happened to me, but I fell madly in love with that cat.
1: Oh, her name was
2: Woods. She was like a stray that came into my life, you know, and to make a very long story short, that's a sad story. I let her outside and she got hit by a car and she passed away. So then after that, I'm like, you know what? There's, there's, I, I, I felt the need like, you know, to, to help and to continue with like my rescue work, you know, per se. Right. So I talked to my sister I have a sister who lives in Mexico. Her name is Leslie, and in Agua Prieta Sonora, which is the bordering town to Douglas, um, there you often see posts on Facebook about you know kittens up for adoption or I found these kittens in the trash can or I found a plastic bag with you know kittens or a cat or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And I told my sister, we need to do something about this i said this this has has got to end like. I I can't like look at those posts anymore. So uh, during that time, I would see like posts of um, uh, veterinary services offering, you know, spay and neuters at a discount. And I have a really, really good friend in um, Phoenix. Her name is Luann and she's also like a cat connoisseur. Cat crusaders is what we call each other. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Love it. And one day I said, Hey Luann, you know, Oh, well, with a hundred bucks, we can save five cats. She's like, What? And she's the one that said, Let's help the Mexicats. Mm-hmm. So from there, I I I called her up one day and I said, Luana, do you think I could use use that name Mexicats? And she's like, sure. So what I ended up doing is starting a project. It's called Project Mexicats, the tagline is sterilization saves lives.
0: Mm-hmm. So okay.
2: my idea and my sister's idea. Um, is to sterilize as many cats as we can. It's a service that is offered uh, to people that are needing assistance with their sterilization. Or, you know, maybe they have a cat that already had kittens and they're trying to figure out what to do with, you know, the three kittens that were born, et cetera, on the Internet. So what we'll do is, you know, we'll take that post. We'll send them a nice little message. Hi, I'm, you know, um, Chimichango. He's our mascot. Uh-huh. And I'll tell you the story about him in a little bit. We send them a message. We said, you've been selected to receive a, a sponsored neuter or spay. Do you accept? They say yes. We'll say, okay, here's the information. Call. Make your appointment. Once their uh, animal is sterilized, we go in and we pay for it. So it's oh, free that's of charge. Fantastic. Yes. Free of charge to the, and you, to the and you're animal reaching
1: lover. Out to, you're reaching out to them. Uh, yes.
2: That's, reaching that's out amazing. to them based on their... Um post based on, you know, yeah. I I'm I'm gonna say need because I'll right. be honest with you. You know, I do a little bit of digging, I go into their profile, I notice if they're animal lovers, you know, I notice how many pets they have, etc. Sure. Sterilization in Mexico can run anywhere from twenty-five to forty dollars. Okay. In the States, it goes upwards from one twenty to you know, hundreds of dollars. But in, in Mexico, a $35, uh thirty-five dollar uh spay or neuter. I mean, that, that could be the difference of, of like a week's groceries at your home. Right. You know, exactly. Right. so that's just unreachable um, for some people. Exactly. Yeah. And, and of course, you know, I chose mm. that city and I chose Mexico and I chose Agua Prieta Sonora because number one, my sister lives there. We have ties there, you know, we grew up there. Um And there's a lot of people that need help. There's, there's mm. people that love animals in that city and just sometimes can't get their animals you know sterilized because they can't afford it right and for me my 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 mission is to help a human help their animal
0: yeah yes i saw that on the on the release that you sent uh part of this you sent me an email and that was the thing that caught my attention was basically helping humans to help their animals and i love that It, it, it um i'm an animal lover too i i i love dogs i've had dogs and cats and um it's one of those things where as a responsible pet owner you get them spayed and neutered but if you don't have the money and you still wanted to get it done your hands are tied there's not much you can do and so to come in and offer that assistance um and and sponsor that is amazing that you're that you're doing that what a relief for those people that get that get chosen i think that's wonderful
2: Yeah. And, you know, when we, when me and my, my sister Leslie talked about it, we thought like, is this crazy? Like, are we really like just going to like contact random people and say, I want to sterilize your animal. And, (laughs) and she's like, you know what, she's like, let's give it a try. So we started doing that last, last March in 2023 is when we really, you know, started. And we started with no money. We started doing it with, you know, my paycheck um she's the operations you know cuz she's the one that goes and pays and you know does that kind of thing uh I'm the one that sends the messages but i think uh it was i think it might have been february of 2023 her husband works at a, a water plant and they had a cat there and he you know he was well taken care of he was loved he was uh being fed but he wasn't sterilized he wasn't neutered and uh, leaving your animals intact, especially cats, will cause lots of problems. They'll go out and fight. They'll go out searching for mates. Uh, a male can impregnate dozens of females a year. I mean, and you can imagine what you know, what how out of control That's that can be. That's a problem. It just balloons. It does. It yes. does. And and so I I want to say sometimes you know sadly the uh, the the way people think about animals sometimes in Mexico is maybe not the way that we think about them here. You know, my cats aren't inside. They never go outside. You know, they're mm-hmm. fed the best food. And sometimes, you know, they're, you know, cats are micers, um, uh, working cats basically. And mm, that's totally great. fine. You know, that's totally mm-hmm. fine. But if you're a working cat and you're outside, you need to be sterilized. Otherwise you're going to get sick. You're going to get beaten up. Your, your, your length of life will probably be cut short, you know, because of all of those factors. So, We ended up, it's like, you know what? Let's get him the works. He got picked up by the vet royalty in a van, (laughs) got set up overnight so we could make sure that he hadn't eaten and could get sterilized in the morning, got his shots, got everything, got sent back, and now he's living his best life. Mm. So he is our mascot. His name is Timmy Chongo. Okay, Okay. Timmy Chongo, yeah. And on occasion, I get, you know, updates about him, pictures. And, you know, we, we named uh, the project Project Mexicats because it's, it really is a project. It's, it's a mm. project, yeah. and I hope, you know, that it'll continue and that it'll last. And honestly, my friends have been super supportive. My friends, for my birthday, they'll give me, you know, here's $35 for your sterilization. Mm. Uh, Christmas, you know, instead of getting presents, why don't we fund, you know, a couple of sterilizations? So wow. That's amazing. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, That's and I amazing. honestly, I get really as you can tell you know I'm like super passionate about it, but I also get like i feel like true joy in my heart when I can help somebody, and I know that that animal is gonna be not having babies anymore um right. is gonna be not fighting um so and you know love just be being a being a pet being a cat. And not you know right. reproducing countless of times over and over and over and over. Right, so, right. Yeah.
0: And you know, there's been um, there's actually been a lot of studies too done. Wild cats uh, do a lot of damage to the to the ecosystem because they are they are natural hunters and mm-hmm. their their skill is phenomenal and there is uh, rapid cat, response time. Exactly, they they become wild very quickly and they yeah. can survive very easily. And so um, populations of songbirds and other uh, animals actually decline when there's wild cats around in in Arizona, that is a big problem. And of course we border uh, this, this town in Mexico Mm -hmm. you're talking about. So what you're doing is, is going beyond Mm -hmm. uh, the human impact. It's actually, like I said, it's an ecological issue that is that's talked about out here in the Southwest. So that is, that is truly amazing. Uh, May may I say, um, I guess we can call you a, Catalyst for change. <laughs> oh
2: my goodness. No. Okay. I'll take it. You know, okay. There you go. I knew it was. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it works
1: perfectly.
0: I just had to throw that one in there, Nikki. Sorry. I had to throw that you in know, there. So
2: it, 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 fits. it fits. You know what? <laughs> you know, Nikki, yeah. that was perfection. Oh, there oh, we go. There we go. <laughs> here we go. I, I, yeah.
1: don't even, I don't even think I'm going to try. I, yeah, because yeah. I, am, there's no way I'm going to be able to, to match up to either one of you, either one well, of you. If so. you can't
0: think of another joke, that's a catastrophe. <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. Okay.
2: I I mean, mean, fun oh my gosh. <clears throat> I mean, as far, Mark, as, as, as you know, the, the the feral population and, you know, the ecosystem. And for me, you know, I kind of feel like animals need to coexist and I'm glad you brought that up because I actually also volunteer with a local organization here, um, you know, doing cat trapping and getting those animals neutered and then getting them back released. You know, sometimes I feel like those animals didn't ask to be here. Like it was, you know, somebody had a cat, they didn't sterilize Mm -hmm. it. Now you have a bunch of animals running around, you know, um, so that's something I decided to do that uh, because I wanted to learn, number one. I wanted to learn about the process and how to do that. And I wanted to help most of all. And of course, you know, in the big picture, the, the I'm going to call it the giant picture. Um, you know, my dream is to maybe me and my family and my sister have like a, a sanctuary or like even start a TNR program in the neighboring city of Agua Prieta where where people understand, you know, that again, these animals, they're in your yard. They didn't ask to be in your yard. They were born in your yard and now somebody has to feed them. Um, and the best thing that we can do is, you know, stop them from reproducing so that at least the ones that are here, you know, can can have a a better life. And even, you know, the, the ultimate dream would be to have a mobile vet van. Mm. Where you could travel, you know, from one town to another, and and offer free neuter uh, and space services to anybody that loves their animal. And it's right. I, I I hope to one day, you know, it not be limited to cats, but you know, I love dogs as well. Yeah. And hopefully, right. I could, you know, take that service to to help uh, dogs as well.
0: Wow.
1: So, That's amazing. It's I love a lot. It's a yeah. lot. But you know what? You know what? You, every every big, huge, every giant, like you said, project and undertaking starts somewhere, you know? And so you, you start somewhere, you start with an extra $35 Mm -hmm. out of your paycheck and, you know, and, and who knows what this could turn into. And it could be amazing. I I can totally see the mobile vet being a thing that, Mm -hmm. and, and think of, getting to travel to other communities outside of the community that you've started in and and impact those communities as well and that that's amazing and you're taking something that you're passionate about and making it meaningful and i i love like you said helping humans help their animals and yeah, I yeah love because that. at the
2: end of the day i mean I mean that's 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 one of the like the most important things in life. My mom has a saying. It's an, I'm going to say it in Spanish, okay? But then I'll translate it. It's like um the saying is si no si no ayudas al prójimo, a qué veniste a este mundo? which is almost like saying like if you came to this earth and you're not going to help your fellow man, then what what did you come for? Wow. Type mm. of thing. So you know, our, 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 our our family is very much, I'm going to say about that. And, um, you know, as, as Mark knows, so, you know, we, we try to instill that in, in every, in every member of our family and, and, you know, you can find, you know, pretty much the kids, the the cousins, (sighs) uh, the sisters, you know, doing something to make things meaningful, you know, pretty much on, on a daily basis. And, and sometimes, you know, you think about it, it's like, oh my gosh, am I crazy? Am I, what am I doing? You know, I'm, 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 you know, have this project, you know, uh, people are going to think I'm nuts, but you know what? One day I said, you know, that doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't care if people think makes I'm nuts. it you happy, you <laughs> so, it brings you joy. Yeah. It brings you joy I said, I'm gonna to do this. you've helped. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to do this and I'm not, it's not going to matter if somebody thinks I'm nuts. Um, I'm going to, you know, do as much as I can with what I have and as little or as much as I have, and we'll see where it takes us. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So how can people that are interested in what you're doing, how can they get in contact with you? How can they help you? How can, how can we help you? What is,
2: what do you need? How can we help you? Uh, thank you for asking. So currently I am uh in the process of getting my 501c3 okay so that I can you know be uh, a legitimate uh business and that you know people I've I've had people like how can we donate and you know mm-hmm. that kind of fe- that kind of thing but currently I'll be honest with you I am have a spreadsheet with what comes in and okay. what goes out and usually I'm in the red. <laughs> Yeah. But that's okay. Again, every project starts somewhere. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping, you know, uh, to have that soon. Hopefully by March is what my target day is because that'll be like my anniversary of when we decided to start this. So, okay. you know, it'll be like a like a, a meaningful date. Um, yes. Otherwise, you know, I have my, my email address. It's um, Charmin, which used to be my cat's name. Okay, Charmin, <laughs> Corey, C-O-R-Y at gmail.com. If you want to send me a note there, okay. uh, I can tell you, you know, how you can um, transfer or, you know, how you can donate if you'd like. I get donations via messenger. I have one reoccurring donor. Her okay. name is Sandy, and she's one of my dear friends. She doesn't even have a cat. Oh,
1: she really? She doesn't have a cat, oh.
2: but she loves she the, to help the project and it. she loves the mission and every month without fail on the 8th of the month she'll send me four Mexicats and Aww. then once once that happens and I have the um the cat sterilized I'll send the the donor here's a picture of your cat that was sterilized oh, and okay. a, a nice little thank you, you note know. so they know oh, you know that that's happening fantastic. yeah when right. the appointment is uh okay. who the cat that was selected that got you know spayed with their funds and you know what I'm going to tell you, I tell her, here's a cat that's getting uh, sterilized with your funds. And she's like, yay, one less cat that's going to be able to reproduce.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Makes them happy too. And that's your goal. That Mm -hmm. is what your goal is, is to, to, you know, save cats by sterilizing the cats that already are here. Exactly. Exactly.
2: so exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah we'll so make sure to, yeah we, yeah we'll make sure to um get karina's email and put that on our website and i think mark can add it to the um podcast show information show notes yep. there you go that's thank yeah. you so we'll make thank sure you. that our listeners can can access access that yeah and read you'd be surprised
2: them. there's so many people out there that love animals that love especially yeah. cats because the one thing I will say about Oof. cats, and I i know I'm a crazy cat lady, but I honestly think that cats are magical. They're healers. Mm-hmm. They they are um, stress relievers. They, they're they just simply magical. Not to mention that they are the most beautiful animal on the planet. And if anybody wants yeah. to argue with me, <laughs> go for it.
1: You're you losing won't it. win. You lose my You're battle. You're not going to yeah. win. You're not going to win. Is
2: like, come <laughs> at no. me. It doesn't yeah. matter. You know, purebreds, uh, strays, yellow, black, white, tortie, calico, whatever. Whatever. (laughs) Well,
0: it's funny you say that because, you know, I have a a friend in Minnesota that uh, has Parkinson's. And um, she did not get this cat as a service cat, but um, she works from home. And Mm -hmm. when her tremor in her hand gets really bad, her cat actually comes over and lays on her on her wrist, and weighs down yep. her wrist, which stops the tremor. And they uh, know, yeah. It, this this cat is amazing, and um, I've never met uh, I've never met her or her animals because she has a couple dogs too, uh, in person. Um, but I feel like I know her animals as well as I know her, um, and <laughs> it's just amazing because she relies on that cat as a uh, a, a comfort source for mm-hmm. those tremors, and it really works. The, the body heat and the weight on her wrist calms down her tremor and she works. And it's like the cat knows exactly when to do it. It's just amazing. So yeah, it's
2: a true, true thing. I mean, if you're feeling blue and you know, I have two of them, I'll just have to tell you a tiny bit about my cats. I have two of them. I have a, a boy. Uh, his name is Ichime blue eyes. He is a, a Siamese mix and he's very intuitive. He's very perceptive. He is the kind of animal that you look at him and it gives you calmness okay. and if you're feeling blue, he'll walk up to you and you know when when my grandma passed away, he literally like laid on my chest Aww. after I came home after after that after saying goodbye Aww. you know to her um then I have another one her name is Sachi uh she was uh ichime was a rescue uh Sachi was a gift from my sister and um she her her, what do I want to say? Her, her, her mission in life, or, or what she was born for, is to provide joy. Like you look mm-hmm. at her and you can't not smile. Like Aww, she's I- small, she's cute. She has a cute little face. You know, she, she, stayed that way. So one provides calmness and stress relief, and the other one provides joy, and and just you know, fun and and smiles. You know, yeah. that kind of thing. So they are yeah. magical. I, I really, really think they're magical.
1: <laughs> I I love cats. We um we have a cat. We have a rescue. Um mm-hmm. he is oh my goodness. 2010 so he wow. he will be 14 next month his name wow. is mulligan
2: oh so um, lucky
1: and he's kind of a grumpy old man um <laughs> yes.
2: So yes. they eventually all get like that
1: <laughs> yeah yeah mark but mulligan loves mark mulligan uh-huh. really took to mark and loves mark so we have because mulligan. grumpy
0: old men stay together that's why
1: right, right. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Exactly.
2: Kindred spirits there. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah they're very yeah. perceptive and they're very yeah. perceptive and yeah. I have hey and now. my friend. You hey know. Uh, <laughs> my friend Luann, I'll tell you what she says to me. She's like never trust a person who doesn't like cast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, in my I have 4 kids and my oldest two are um, college graduates and out of the home and and adulting. And my daughter, who's 23, she has a cat that she um, acquired when she was still in college. Um, Mm -hmm. She has a friend whose um, grandma had a stray um, come up Mm -hmm. to her house, but grandma couldn't take care of it. And And Ellie's roommates were like, Well, we'll take it. But then, all the cat distribution system, right? (laughs) There you go. (laughs) And then it's like, Okay, but then they all graduate and split up. They're no longer Mm -hmm. roommates. Uh Someone has to take the cat. So Ellie took the cat. So, so we have, uh, she has Evie. Um, and then my son and his girlfriend, my, um, she, her name is Becca and she works for, um, in, uh, Perrysburg, Ohio area. She works for, it's called planned pet and they work, um, and, and help facilitate, um, adoption of stray animals. Mm-hmm. And anyhow, she works, does this every other weekend and she fell in love with a couple of mm-hmm. cats, so my my son and his girlfriend have recently it, Labor Day weekend adopted two cats. Right. They're uh, both black, a male and a female. They they were not siblings from the same litter, but they were foster siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, they were both under six ounces when oh, they were born gosh. or when they were found.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and the the male cat, uh, his name is Onyx, and the female cat, her name is Thea, um, which is Thea is the Greek god of sight,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they named her that when Thea was found, she had a, a severe respiratory infection, and got it traveled to her eye. And they were unable to save her eye, so Thea mm. only has one eye, okay. and that's where her name came from. Aww, mm-hmm. I love it. But so, yeah.
2: So we have four cats within our right. within
1: our crew. Yeah, my so, sister has
2: two. Uh, my nephew just adopted one, who curiously enough ended up being a Mexican, but he got it through somewhere else. And since you did real quick touch on that, I'm just going to mention something. Yeah, that we that we recently did. So you know, being in the in the cat cavorting business, corralling or whatever you want to call it. uh, I was um, approached by a friend of mine that sent me just a text out of the blue. Do you have any kittens? Right. Meow. was like, what? Oh, I'm like, no, like I, I don't have cats. Like what makes you think like, I have like a plethora of cats floating around. And I said, and for what, after, after he sends me that message, I'm like, Oh my God, this is like my moment. I felt so happy. So joyful when I got that message from him because I said, what do you think about a couple of Mexicats? And he's like, what's that? And I said, well, told him a little bit about my project. I said, would you like to adopt a cat from Mexico? It'll be vetted. It'll be spayed. It'll be neutered. um, And it'll be brought across to the States. And he's like, sure. I said, how do you feel about two of them? He's like, I'll take two. I'm like, really? And then... I said, what kind? He's like, it doesn't matter as long as they're short hair. Sight unseen. So I scoured oh, the internet, wow. the Facebook post, found a lady that was getting rid of some uh, kittens, took okay. them, my sister, um, the lady took them to get spayed uh, and neutered. My sister went and picked them up, took care of them overnight after their surgery, brought I'm them seen. to the U.S. And they got picked up in the U.S. Oh. And so now they're beautiful, two gorgeous girls. And then to my surprise lo and behold three months later another friend contacts me oh do you have a goodness. do you have any kittens I'm like what in the world is going on it's like my dream come true you know? oh. yeah. and so I met with him and his daughter they were so cute the daughter's eight years old she had her little her little um uh, uh notebook with all questions you know about things that she might need so oh what are you goodness. looking for she's like maybe an orange one or a gray one I showed her a picture of a gray one and she's like, Oh, so cute. The next day, the dad sends me a text. We'll take it. Oh, <laughs> contacted the lady, took it to get neutered. My my sister's the operations. She's the true operations of the business. I mean, she picks up cats, cleans poop, does all kinds of things, right? She picks <laughs> them, you know, they take them to get neutered. She picks them up, brings them to the States. I keep them a day for in my house, bring them to work. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets adopted here at work.
0: Oh, and nice. I'm telling you, if there's anything
2: that makes you feel happiness that I wasn't aware of, like I have not felt that kind of joy in a super long time. That's it just amazing. made my heart sing. Yeah. So I'm not in the rescue business. And I, I mean, I'm not in the adoption business or anything like that. I'm more into helping, you know, uh, neuter and stay. But right. if I have a referral like that, I'll do it. Right. That's you so mentioned already.
0: Uh, I'm sorry. Ex-
1: Oh, sorry, Mark. Go ahead. No, <laughs> go ahead. I was just going to say, so
0: you mentioned Facebook um, and a Facebook post. You have a Facebook page, correct, for the Mexicats? I
2: do. I do have a Facebook page, and it's called Project Mexicats. And like I said, the tagline is sterilization save lives. You can keep up with us on uh, most of the stuff that we post is uh, informational, and it is in Espanol because it is a page that is in uh, located, you know, based out of Agua Prieta, Sonora, Mexico. Um, but, you know, we share tips on uh, You know, how to transport your animal from your home to the vet so that, you know, it won't get hurt or it won't escape. Right. Uh, you know, how important to uh, sterilize is, uh, how important it is to give your animals their shots, Uh, you know, and, and I, I recently, especially around Christmas time, people are going crazy trying to find pets, you know, for gifts. It's like, do you understand mm-hmm. that you are given a gift that's going to last anywhere from 15 to 20 years? I mean, right. they require, they require a vet care they require you know food uh safety a home shelter you know there's all those things you, and you know mm-hmm. what happens is people get it's like oh he's not cute anymore or they get sick of it and then they throw it out in the street yeah right you yeah, know right. so They're, just... just trying to raise awareness about right. what um responsible pet ownership and i know that looks different to everybody you know right. maybe some people think i'm nuts right. you know for having my cats inside and not letting them go outside but you know, keep them safe for you. Yeah. Keeping them safe is super important to me. And, and I know that we're all different and that I know that it takes all kinds of people to make the world go round, but, um, my, 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 I'm super passionate about helping people help their animals. That's that's all that matters to me.
1: And that (laughs) shines through in talking to you and,
2: and, I'm so glad that
1: we were able to connect and have you on the show because these are the kind of things, this is how you are making it meaningful. This, this is what matters to you. This is what brings you joy, Mm -hmm. helping humans help their animals. And as you're still finding your footing and getting underway, you're already expanding, you know, um, you've already helped facilitate some rescues Mm -hmm. and, Mm I love the ideas that you have, uh, the goals that you have, and I'm just so thrilled to have gotten to meet you and Aww, talk thank with you.
2: Nikki.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And, and I feel I like can... I already
2: know you because I've been listening to your podcast. So oh, thank you. Oh my gosh, when I was listening to about the misdiagnosis, I was like, "What? How <laughs> is that possible?" <laughs> Me too. I was like, <laughs> "I can't believe yeah. that." So I feel, I feel like I know you, and then I know. Oh. Um, Mark, I met through uh, my sister and I don't know if he mentioned to you, but we were in Barcelona during um, the uh, the Congress. So that was a unique experience and I got to see a live being done. Uh, Mark was doing a live and my sister was on it. So my sister's, you know, is a big, big uh, Parkinson's advocate as well. And I, you know, I I feel like all of those things, you know, they keep us connected and they get us connected. So whether it's cats, whether it's, you know,
0: yeah pd Absolutely. for those that don't know the uh in the spain that was the world parkinson's congress it's it's yeah. the biggest uh focus on parkinson's in the world um it happens every two to three years and yes it was in barcelona spain um and uh karina's uh, sister ruby um was the ringleader of all of us volunteers and uh <laughs> kept a uh, te- as a taskmaster it was really really difficult to work for gotta tell you no just <laughs> kidding just kidding uh, no but she uh, kept
2: me in mind. she made sure yeah. i got up on time and yeah. was ready and my gosh yeah, she was your stuff Not is you. no joke man yeah exactly <laughs>
0: right. well we're at 40 over almost 48 oh. minutes so Uh-oh. uh we're gonna wrap it up here but uh with that karina what is one thing that you were hoping we would ask you. and We haven't asked you yet. Is there anything that um, you would hope would come up, but we didn't ask or anything along those lines?
2: Mm, I can't really think of anything that you didn't ask me because I kind of feel like we pretty much touched on everything. And those six questions at the beginning, I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> that's like bearing like your soul. Like I, I bared my soul and you know, <laughs> telling you that I don't remember the 90s that's like a true bear of the soul so and and I'm um, gonna
1: get in touch with you later about that future episode (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah we're gonna (laughs) gonna come back yeah, yeah
2: I mean I I'm I'm like super super grateful that you would even um allow me the time you know to spend talking to you about you know something that's like super important to me and that I'm I'm and you know what I'm gonna be honest with you you don't I I feel like you Don't know how passionate you are about something until you know you're that passionate about it. Like until I, I have a a a godson who's a a genius, and and he he told me something one day. I said something to somebody like, "Oh, I have a I have a small charity." Like, don't say it's small. It's like (sighs) Mm -hmm. it's it's not small. It's you know you're making a difference. You're doing something about it. It's like never say it's small. I'm like, you know what? He's right. So yes. I was telling Mark that that earlier in the week, I mean, I went to a, a art, uh opening of an art uh, show and I was talking to these people there and we were talking about Instagram. They were asking me how to do this. You know, they were like a more elderly couple. They didn't know how to, you know, view a video. And of course, you know, they saw my phone, they saw my cats. And guess what I did? I talked to them about my charity. See. I'm like, oh look, I can do it. I can do it. Yes, you can. And you
1: you you are. You are doing it.
2: Yeah. And I can't wait to
1: continue to watch what you do and where you take Moxie Cat and the project.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate the support. I've had wonderful support from all of my friends and my coworkers. They've been awesome. My family, I mean, they entertain like anything that you want to do is like They're right there to help too. So I'm I'm super blessed and super lucky.
1: (laughs) That's fantastic. Well, Karina, thank you so much for sharing your story and letting our listeners into your life a little bit and what you're doing to make it meaningful. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: We appreciate your time. Thank you so much.
0: And we want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, guys, if you like the podcast, uh, please subscribe, like, and and tell others about it, because that's how these, uh, these things grow. And Karina, again, once again, you've been a, an absolute delight. And Nikki, you know what? As always, you knock it out of the park. So uh, I want to thank our listeners and everybody. Remember to be good to each other, be kind, and make it meaningful. So long, everybody.
2: Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for joining us on this edition of Making It Meaningful, the podcast. If you enjoyed listening, please like this episode. And as always, we ask that you subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss a single show. For more information about the podcast and to keep up to date as new episodes are released, head to makingitmeaningful.com. If you know of someone that we should be spotlighting, please reach out to us at mimthepodcast at gmail.com. That's MIM as in Make It Meaningful, the podcast at gmail.com. And to our listeners, this is Mark Milo and Nikki Lewisell reminding you to be kind to one another, lend a helping hand, and as always, make it meaningful. Thank you for listening.